Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM tonight from the FedEx Forum in Memphis, Tennessee. Number 22, Virginia, travels to face off against number 23, Memphis. And joining us right now for a little college hoops discussion on the fan from Who's Talking on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline is Jim Hobgood. What's going on, Hobbo? Hey, how are you, Adam? I'm doing pretty good. You know, I was watching the UVA game against Northeastern over the weekend. Kind of felt like the players were more prepared and focused on the Memphis game. That almost turned into a trap game. Uh, it was ugly. Let's yeah. put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they would like to blame it on the exam break, but no, it, uh, we, you know, give Northeastern credit. They played hard. Uh, I think they had a, a good game plan. You know, the one thing uh, I think Virginia might see going forward is a tall athletic defender assigned to Isaac McNeely because I thought Northeastern did a really good job denying him looks. You know, he finally did make a couple of threes in the second half. But the team uh, was two for 14 from three. And that, uh, you know, that that's not good for anybody. But it's especially bad for Virginia because they're pretty dependent upon um, exterior offense this year because they really have no post offense. You know, yeah. that is the, clearly the, the weakness of this team, which shows up uh, in – points in the paint and also rebounding is they don't have um, a dominant big player. I, th- I think Blake Buchanan in time, uh, particularly once Mike Curtis, the strength coach gets with him uh, in the off season, uh, they just need to get him a little stronger. And I think he's going to be a really good player, but he's, he's not quite there yet. So uh, that's clearly a weakness. So, We'll see. Uh, the, the plus side is Virginia's doing a really good job of not turning the ball over. You know, Memphis is a team that loves transition. They want to play at a fast pace. Uh, everybody knows Tony uh, Bennett is more deliberate if <laughs> if Virginia's playing the way he would like them to play. So that, that'll be one of the questions tonight is who wins the tempo uh, uh, battle. Um, so for Virginia to win the game, I think they would have to keep it probably in the 60s and clearly going to have to shoot the ball a little better than they did against Northeastern. Habo, looking at the box score against Northeastern, you're right. The biggest thing that jumps out is 14% from three, two of 14. Uh, but the other thing is only one guy scoring in double figures with Reese Beekman scoring 21 points. I mean, was that shocking to you? Uh, yes, you know, and everybody would tell you, you want balanced scoring. And I think they've had that in many games this year, you know, obviously, uh, you know, Jake Groves is a guy that's capable of making some threes. Uh, he's more of a veteran player. Uh, Andrew Rohde, who got the goose egg on Saturday night, which was really surprising. And, and Ryan Dunn, who's a tremendous athlete, uh, shot blocker, rebounder, defender, but, you know, Rody and Dunn together had five points combined, and that's just not going to get it done against a quality opponent like Memphis. So they're going to have to get production from some some folks other than Reese. Now, fortunately for Virginia, Reese played exceptionally well, and if he had not, then they would have had a uh, really bad defeat because that, that's certainly a game that, 
I think they were favored by like 16 or 18 points. So if you're a 16-point favorite at home and you lose, that's a bad loss in anybody's book. So, But sometimes, you know, what's the old line? Uh, uh, the only thing worse than an ugly win is an ugly loss. Yeah, so yeah. They, they, they at least uh, got the ugly win portion of it. And, you know, when you win a game like that, it's a lot easier to sort of forget it and move on to the next one rather than a, a loss in a game like that tends to linger. But if they had rust from the exam break, they they better have shaken it off in the last couple three days because they're going to have to could have to play well tonight just to be competitive. I would assume you know playing Memphis on in their uh, in their building. Yeah, but you're so right. I mean, watching the film from that game is going to be tough against Northeastern, but feels so much better watching it knowing that you won that game. This will be a tough test. For UVA with Memphis, I saw them personally when they played against VCU. Very athletic team, got some big men down low. David Jones is really impressive because he can attack the basket but also can hit a nice mid-range or outside shot. What do you think are going to be the keys for the Hoos? Well, as I say, I think uh, the tempo will be the key. Uh, rebounding is always a key for Virginia, you, you know, because they've had some games, uh, particularly the Wisconsin game where they got embarrassed. They, I think they gave up, and my memory serves me right, 21 offensive rebounds. So that's, that's just unforgivable. So they clearly are going to have to do a better job than that against Memphis tonight. And then uh, what we talked about, you know, shooting the basketball. You know, basket, it, it becomes a simple game after a while. You know, you just – it, it's sort of like football. You got to block and tackle. You know, in basketball, you got to take care of the basketball, uh, rebound it when you get a chance, and when you have open looks, you got to take advantage of it. And that's going to have to include uh, Rody Groves. Uh, Reese, now Reese played really well the other night, but he didn't make any threes either. So that's still maybe a weakness in his game is his perimeter shooting. And and Ryan Dunn needs to you know he he if he gets to the rim and dunks it it's it's uh, you know Sports Center highlight time but he he's got to find a way of scoring other than uh, a breakaway dunk you know we, they need some offense out of him in addition to his defensive skills but they Virginia clearly has athletes um, they have a great coach so they just sort of have to continue to work on things and. But they're like a lot of people. They have a very small margin of error, even though they're ranked in the top 25 now. That, you know, the difference between, uh, you know, a team ranked in the top 25 and one that's just outside the top 25 is not very, not very great. So, uh, but this this is a good game. It's a good early season game. It's a good test. It's it's a road game, and it's really Virginia's first true road game of the season. And they're certainly going to have road tests in the ACC as the as the season unfolds. So you gotta gotta have the discipline and the focus and uh, the mental toughness to go on the road and and execute both offensively and defensively. Uh, so we'll we'll know a little bit more about uh, this group of who's uh, come nine o'clock tonight when the game's over. You can hear Habo talking all things UVA basketball on Who's Talking Mondays right here on nine ten. The fan. Let's go around college basketball in the state of Virginia. Habo, how much have you been paying attention to? Griff Aldrich and his Longwood Lancers. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. I, I have not seen them play yet, but obviously Longwood for uh, um, a number of years uh, really had struggled. So you have to give uh, 
them a lot of credit for bringing in some kids that have really turned it around. So, uh, yeah, around the state, uh, they're they're off to a great year. Uh, obviously, James Madison is having a sensational year. Yeah. I think uh, v- VCU, once they get all the pieces together, uh, I continue to think, you know, Ryan Odom is, uh, well, I, I call him a young coach. I guess he's not that young. He's young to me. Everybody's young to me. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I think Coach Odom is a terrific coach. Uh, you know, Richmond may have some potential as well. And, and the Hokies, you know, they had a couple of hiccups uh, within the, a couple of weeks ago. But I still think the Hokies are pretty good, you know, because talking about shooting the basketball, they have a bunch of guys that can shoot it. Mm-hmm. And if you can uh, make shots, you're going to be competitive against anybody. How about you mentioned VCU and they got Joe Bamisil back. I mean, how crazy is this whole situation with the NCAA and multi-time transfers? Well, you know, the NCAA probably brought it on themselves. You know, if you have a rule that you can uh, have have one transfer and you constantly give waivers or exceptions to that, uh, you're just asking. I, I personally hate to see the federal courts get involved in college athletics, but mm. Lord only knows between transfers, NIL, and everything else, that's that's where we are. Uh, you know, I'm happy for the young man because you, you know, you're happy to see him get a chance to play, but still, uh, I think relative to the transfer portal and NIL, uh, somebody needs to figure out some, some rules and, and, you know, guardrails for all of this, or it's going to just get, well, some people would say it's already gotten completely out of hand and it's going to damage the game i think in the long term uh and now even the ncaa charlie baker's put out this idea of paying athletes a minimum thirty thousand a year and you got to have gender equity in that so that means the women are going to have to get paid too so i mean lordy knows how that that will work its way out and you know that that puts a burden on an awful lot of schools so you only have so many schools that are going to be able to play by the those rules so it it's a lot of money, you know. You used to have to worry about paying for scholarships. Now you got scholarships, you got facilities, you got NIL. <laughs> it, it's uh, to say college athletics is a big business is the understatement of all time. Absolutely, Habo, and I love talking hoops with you. And uh, I'll, I'll give you a little inside radio. I've really enjoyed talking Pittsburgh Steelers uh, with your son now. Uh, he's been stopping by my office all the time, so it's cool to have him uh, here at Odyssey the, Richmond. Uh, does Pittsburgh still have an NFL team? Right, uh, yeah. <laughs> it looked to me like they, they had uh, gotten out of the football business the last three weeks. Yeah, I know, right? That's why I've been, I've been blaming Kenny Pickett. Uh, but, hey, before I let you go, who is the best college basketball team that you've seen play this season? Well, I would have said Arizona a week ago. Uh, you know, I, I still think Purdue uh, is pretty good. Uh, the big guy in the middle, you know, there aren't many teams that have a center of that quality. Uh, yeah. But Houston, Houston's playing really well. Uh, and don't sleep on the Connecticut Huskies. So there, there's still four, five, six teams that I think, uh, and maybe more than that, that have a legitimate shot of getting to the Final Four. Yeah. Hey, Hobo. because... Uh, sorry to cut yeah, you off ahead. there. Tennessee's eight and three, but they've been the most impressive defensive team that I've seen. They really get after the ball. Yeah, well, the Southeastern Conference, you know, that's going to be a battle with Kentucky, Alabama, Auburn, and others. Yeah, 
so, yeah, I mean, uh, the one advantage college basketball has over uh, college football, I told somebody the other day, you know, if at the beginning of the season, if I'd given you six or seven picks, you would have probably been able to pick the final four in football. You know, basketball, uh, I mean, who thought Florida Atlantic would make the final four last year right. or somebody like that? So you, you still have some Cinderella or surprise teams that uh, – might make a late run and in basketball it's really all about how well you're playing in march but that that's what makes the ncaa tournament maybe one of the great sporting events of the calendar year yeah no i totally agree how about great stuff man i appreciate it absolutely anytime adam thank you yep you're listening to awad radio here on the new sports radio 910 the fan now at 105.1 welcome back I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM. We got a lot still to get to on the show today. Phone lines are open if you want to chime in. 833-804-0910. 833-804-0910. We will run around local sports in Richmond, Virginia with Lane Casadante. At 2.30, uh, I want to talk more about that Monday night game, RG3 racing the Hawk. I mean, that was actually really entertaining. Then he went on national television and said Nick Sirianni thinks he still got it. And uh, it was just like, RG, me, 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 enough already. Let's talk about the game. But I did want to catch everybody up on the latest with Hollywood and Entertainment here on Netflix. Netflix. The best of streaming services, TV, movies, books, podcasts, and more. We've got you covered on Netflix. I feel bad because we're a week late on this, but we never got to say a true rest in peace to Andre Brower, one yeah. of my favorite actors. He just, in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, so good, fantastic. No yeah. one else could have done that the way that he did. Had he ever seen Men of a Certain Age? No. He was really good in that show as well. But yeah, I mean, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, people were saying that was like his magnum opus, right? Yeah. Um, like, he, he was just so dry comedy. Yes. And he so he like had it perfectly. Yeah, and, just, and he just was the great boss, right? Like, mm-hmm. he couldn't be one of the regular cops like Andy Samberg joking around. He had to be, you know, more powerful than them to work yeah. with his character. And in his own way, so funny. Yeah. Just a, a, a devastating loss. For- Absolutely. And while we're talking about uh, devastating losses, uh, Matthew Perry, did you see this? It came out that... Uh, Ketamine experts claim that he did it to himself. Um, it just sucks, man, that uh, it was, I guess, a drug overdose that caused the death. Yeah, it, it, it is sad. I did not see that, but, you yeah. know, it's 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 tough. Yeah, um, the reports that where he had a ton of ketamine in his system, and it's just, it sucks because, man, he's he was so talented. Yeah. And it, it, um, it, it, anytime I see friends on now, which is surprisingly all the time, like yeah. random bars have friends on in the background. Really? Right? Yeah. I, and, yeah. And, um, you know, I just go over to a pe- somebody's house and they have it like on the background because it's such a good background show to have mm-hmm. on, you know? Um, it's just, it's so sad, man. Two, two very sad losses. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's difficult. What did you want to bring up on Netflix today? I wanted to move to the DC Cinematic Universe. Okay. This Thursday comes to an end. This will be the last, in terms of the original Zack Snyder kind of yeah. created. Yeah. This, this is the end coming up on Thursday with what, Aquaman 2. 
Oh my god, I, I heard that's supposed to be so bad. I have also heard that. Why? I, I, why is it that like Jason Momoa hasn't been given more things that he's good at? Right? Like I never thought he was right for Aquaman, but like the killer in Game of Thrones was perfect for him, right? And then I think he did another movie where he was playing like a Viking, and that was perfect for him, right? He was like, in the Fast movies, which that I, was terrible for him. He's just got so much charisma that. I, I think that we can put him in something better. Yeah. And I hope we do. I, I really do, too, man, because I, I think he's a talented actor. Um, Aquaman just was never the right fit for him. And, like, he, he brings a lot to it. Yeah. I, I think it's just, it's it's Aquaman. It's the DC also. And it's the, yeah, and I'm not sad to see it go. I mean, in two years, mm -hmm. they're starting over again, so it doesn't really mean and that much. And taking over DC is James, James Gunn. Gunn. And I love James love, Gunn. Love him. I watched a I watched a two hour podcast with him and uh, another guy, and I forget who the other guy was, but I, I just love his story. He is su he's like an underdog, mm -hmm. right? Like he has gr you want to talk about someone that's inspirational. He's grinded in the industry since the mid nineties, and now you know was finally given this opportunity to direct movies. And the MCU did so well that he's been given the title of CEO of DC Studios. So uh, I'm looking forward to what he's going to have uh, when he uh, officially then takes over and his movies come out. Um, but, you know, there, there's so much going on right now in Hollywood and entertainment. Now that we finished the strike, it feels like all these things are popping up. Yeah, getting a lot of stories about announcements, about things, finally getting actual release dates and all of that. Uh, but I, I do think 2024 into the late end is going to be a little dry. Now, I told you guys yesterday, I have a new show that I want to give out. I, I really believe this is a show that sports fans, listeners of AWOD Radio, will love this show recommendation. All right, in case you missed it yesterday, it's called Bookie. It's on HBO Max. Charlie Sheen has a guest appearance in it, but Sebastian Maniscalco, the comedian, is the lead. He's the star of it, and he, he plays a sports bookie. Um, who like goes around collects money uh, for people gambling, and it just it hits really hard. It's 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 kind of matches the times we're in right now with sports gambling being so popular. And um, Jorge Garcia from Lost oh. is actually a sneaky character in this. All it's right, really funny. Yeah, you've been telling me about it. I, yeah. I think I might start it tonight. Yeah, when just I get wanted home. to give it out as a yeah. show recommendation. If you have a show you want to recommend for us, it's simple. Call in 833-804-0910, 833-804-0910, or you can tweet us at AWOD Radio. Let's go to the phone lines. We've got Greg in Glen Allen. What's going on, Greg? Hey, buddy, I just wanted to call. I, I have a serious... Um, but it's a true true story on Netflix. It's called The Staircase. I don't know if you've seen that yet or heard of it. I've heard of it, excellent, yeah. Excellent, excellent acting, excellent storylines. It's a plot twist every five minutes, and it just keeps shocking and surprising you. But it's actually a true story about that. I don't know if you remember down in North Carolina where a doctor, I mean, an author, but he couldn't, he couldn't sell a book to save his life, so his wife was supporting him. And um, eventually she falls down a staircase, and the whole plot of the series is just trying to figure out what the whole – they give you two or three different scenarios of what possibly could have happened, and you've got to kind of decide on what you think really happened. But the craziest thing is, is he was claiming that an owl came down and hit her in the head, <laughs> and then she got delusional and then fell down the staircase, and that's how she died. But, but it's excellent acting, excellent storyline, and I d highly recommend that, uh, that, that series. So I remember when this first came out, early 2022. Are you just catching up on it now, or is there an, a new update? 
No, I, I, I just caught up with it. I, I, I don't normally watch these series because I just don't have the time. Yeah. But that one there, uh, I watched it with my girl, and then next thing you know, I was hooked. Oh, and luckily, is... it was only like seven or eight episodes, so I was able to get through that one pretty good. But something like Games of Thrones, I couldn't sit there and watch that all that. It would just <laughs> be too much for me. <laughs> this is a fantastic-looking cast. I yeah. love Colin Firth and Tony Collette. Are, are they great? They are excellent. And Tony, she should have got, I mean, I don't know if they give Oscars for series in Netflix, but she should have got an Oscar for her performance. She made that movie. I mean, it was, it was a, like I said, it's a plot twist. You, you sit there and you're thinking this guy's a whole, and then the next thing you know, that something comes out of the blue and you're like, wow, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> oh, man. I, I love, I love plot twists like that, man. Thanks for chiming in. I appreciate the show hey, recommendation. Hey, real, quick, real, real quick, if I could just give you one more thing. Yeah. Don't go see Caesar. It's a disaster. That movie. Is horrible. What movie? With Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, Caesar. Oh, Napoleon. Oh, Napoleon. <laughs> I mean Napoleon. I'm sorry, Napoleon. I got my Napoleon. I'm not Caesar. Yeah. All right. All right. So don't see. Don't see Napoleon. Oh, Caesar. If, you, if Caesar comes out, don't see that either. <laughs> okay. And I, I want to let you know that uh, Tony Collette and Colin Firth were nominated for Emmys for that show. I don't uh, think either awesome. one. Oh, uh, they. They should have. I, like I said, check it out, guys. All right, Greg. Good call, man. I appreciate it. Phone lines are always open. 833-804-0910. Doesn't matter if you come with accurate information or not. That might have been an all-timer. Do not see that movie, Caesar. You mean the one that's called Napoleon? I, okay. Well, Joaquin Phoenix was in Gladiator. Uh-huh. That's, you know, I, I could see that mental. Yeah, I actually <laughs> almost watched Gladiator again last night because I was like, brand new speaker system. That's probably epic. I might watch Gladiator again well, this weekend. I caught Train Spotting last night. Train the Spotting. The Ewan McGregor movie. Oh, dude, that's like one of my all time favorites. That was great. Yes. Really it, loved that's it. That's a crazy movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fantastically directed, fantastically yeah, acted. That's, that's the first Glad movie that got it. me hip to Ewan McGregor. And oh, now I've gone really? through like everything that he's been in. Yeah, I am. I'm just the biggest Ewan McGregor, Mark. I love yeah. his accent. Dude. Yeah, you mentioned him yesterday. That's what that's what you, you know led me a, to watch it. A delightful movie with Ewan McGregor, Big Fish. That's on my watch list. Yeah, I, who? I think the director of that is um, is that? Yeah, it's Tim Burton. Oh, so you yes, know it's yes, going to yes. be like crazy. Yeah. It is just really delightful. It's like his dad is dying and he just starts reliving um, memories from his childhood, oh. and it's like there's like. Um, a fantasy element to it, too. It's just a great watch if yeah. you like Ewan McGregor. Check yeah. it out. All right, we've been giving away show and movie recommendations. Now it's time to give away some tickets. If you want to see VCU basketball play, call in right now, 833-804-0910, 833-804-0910. Anytime you hear this sound on AWOD Radio, you know it's time for a giveaway. And who's our next contestant? Ding, 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 ding. Tell her what she's won. So VCU basketball will take on Gardner-Webb from the Siegel Center on December 30th. I can't think of a better way to spend uh, my December night here to check out VCU basketball. Anytime you hear this sound on AWOD Radio, you know it's time for a giveaway. And who's our next contestant? Ding, 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 ding. Tell her what she's won. 833-804-0910. Stuff, we got a few people on hold here. Should we ask them a trivia question? See if they want to yeah, win the let's, tickets. Let's, let's do that. Let's, All right. Uh... Call in right now, 833-804-0910. We've got three people on the line. We could take as many as five. We'll start with a, a simple trivia question after this quick commercial break. Don't go anywhere. Hang on hold. You're listening to AWOD Radio on the fan. 
Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. If you're enjoying the show, spread the word. Send the podcast to a friend at AWOD Radio. Each day we post each hour, including a best of hour of AWOD Radio, available on Spotify, iTunes, or the free Odyssey app. And I'll tell you, I've been working in radio for 10 years now. The best thing about radio is the giveaways because it feels so good as a host. I give out the phone number all the time. People don't call in. They're like, A1, just entertain me. I'm sitting <laughs> in my office. I don't want to talk. I- I'm-, I'm driving around. I don't want to talk. I just want to focus on the roads. But man, all of a sudden we mention a giveaway and the phone lines <laughs> light up. And it's been that way in radio for as long as I can yeah, remember. I mean, I'm sure. Growing up, my dad used to win prizes all the time, listening to oldies radio or sports talk. In fact, my parents actually won a family vacation on the radio. Ooh. And they chose to take the vacation without me and my sister. <laughs> it was like the freaking funniest thing ever. They were like, oh yeah, Adam's in oh, college. Fun. He doesn't need to go to oh. Nantucket or wherever they went. Families love to um, take a trip when you're in yeah, college. Yeah, right? But today we're giving away VCU basketball tickets, 833-804-0910. We mentioned it. Anytime you hear this sound on AWOD Radio, you know it's time for a giveaway. And who's our next contestant? Ding, 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 ding. Tell her what she's won. But I've been doing this show for a while now, and so I want to make sure that we give these tickets to VCU basketball to a member of the AWOD Army. A-Wad Somebody Army. that's a loyal listener, a P1. They're going to get in their car, turn on 910 The Fan or 105.1 FM every single day. Let's give these tickets away to a listener of AWOD Radio. Let's go to line one. We've got Coach in Richmond. What's up, Coach? What's happening, AWOD? How are you, man? I haven't heard from you in a while. Hey, man, been working, man, trying to get these kids ready for Christmas. <laughs> All right, man. Well, you've got a chance to win VCU basketball tickets uh, for their game on December 30th. Of course, we've been giving away uh, tickets to VCU basketball now for a while, and you can win a pair of tickets to see VCU against Gardner-Webb on December 30th. If you can answer this question, here we go. What sport did AWOD, myself, used to hate? And now I love so much I'm competing in tournaments. What sport? Oh, man, that's an easy one, man. You got to be a lawyer listening and know this one. I think you told me you won $10,000 at the last tournament. <laughs> What's the, what, what sport? Pick what sport? Ball. Pick what? a ball. Pick a ball. Pick a hey, ball. Hey! Ding, ding, ding! That's a winner, baby! Winner, winner, chicken dinner! There we go, coach! There we go, baby! Hey, enjoy the tickets, man. Uh, thanks for calling in. It's going to be an awesome game. Tickets will be emailed one week prior to the game uh, upon verification here. Stay online. Stubb is going to get your information here. But we do have another pair of tickets to give away for VCU basketball. Thanks, Coach. Let's go back to the phone lines here, 833-804-0910. Let's go to Kelly in Richmond. Kelly, you're on the fan. Hey there. Hey, how long have you been listening to the show for? I've been listening to 910 for 20 years. Wow, 20 oh, wow. years. That, go, that goes back way before Wes McElroy, back to like Dan Patrick and all those days. So have you been enjoying I'm since old. I took over here? You know, the time of day is a bit difficult. I'm not always in the car, but I enjoy it. And I, I'm, I'm upset because I would have gotten pickable. <laughs> I love that. Well, I'm going to throw an easy one at you, all right? My producer Make- picked up the phone and he said his name to you. What is the nickname of my producer? 
I have no clue. Oh my gosh! <laughs> what he, he's look—he's about six foot two, slender fella. He's got glasses and long hair. Do you want to throw out a guess here for a nickname? Oh my gosh! Skinny nerd. Take your pick. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? I throw throw him on hold. Nerd right, was right. a good guess. All right, it's not the correct guess, but we'll see if anybody else can get this right. Let's go to Jeff in Chester. Jeff, you're on the fan. What's up, buddy? Not much. How's it going? Uh, going pretty well here. How long you been listening to the show for? Uh, just a couple months. Okay. Do you know the name of my producer? I do not. Slim? Slim is not correct here. We'll give, Let's give him another try oh, here. Yeah, that was Different close. question. That was close. We did this segment earlier today, all right? It is a segment that we do when we cover food news locally here in Richmond or national food stories. Do you know the name of our food segment? No. Oof. You want to throw out a guess? <laughs> A-Wide Foods. A-Wide Foods. All right. Sorry, Jeff. Let's go to Irving in Richmond. Irving on line three. You're on the fan with A-Wide. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Are you enjoying the show? Yes, yes. All right. Can you tell me the nickname of my producer? He picked up the phone when you <laughs> called in and said his name. I, I, I really don't <laughs> I really don't know. I was thinking about the tickets. I, 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 I don't know. All right. Are you a VCU basketball fan, though? Yes. All right. Who is the point guard? Mm. The, the boy from John Marshall. I I can't think of his name. He played at John Marshall. Uh, the backup point guard, Jason Elson, did. I'm looking for the starting point guard. Uh, all right, all right. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I want to give these tickets to you, all right? I'm going to give you an easy question here. Easy question. VCU made it to the Final Four in what year? Can you tell me that? <laughs> I, I know who the coach was. I can't remember what year it was. All right, what was the name of the coach? It was Shaka Smart. There we go. You're right. right. I love Shaka Smart. Let's get that's a winner right there. That's good enough for me, Irving. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for chiming in, man. E enjoy the tickets. You're going to see VCU basketball on December 30th. Take on Gardner Webb. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Stay on hold if you won the tickets. Stubb will get your information. Yes, his nickname is Stubb. We call him Stubby Stubby Stubberines every single <laughs> How'd they not get that, man? I know. I feel like if you even listen today, we, we've talked you, so many I, times. The funniest thing about this is you picked up the phone during the break and said, this is Stubb, 910 The Fan. Stubby, 910 The Fan. Hi, this is the Stubborn Stubb. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> All right. It's a little, it's a little disappointing. Appreciate everybody listening to the show. We got Lane Castadante coming up next. Final segment of the day. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM. So an incredible Monday night football game. Drew Locke leads the Seahawks on a final drive for the game-winning touchdown score. It was awesome. Pre-game, RG3 raced a Seahawk here, and he always makes it about himself, but I will say I thought that was the best and most entertaining part of the pre-game show. Kind of drove me crazy how much they were making it a big deal about will Hurts be able to play? Is Geno Smith going to dress up? Is it going to be Drew Locke? But, of course, they did the bit where RG3 raced off against a Hawk last year, and he won, but there was some controversy that maybe he left early. This year, he just simply beat the Hawk easily. 
But they said it best on the pregame show. The Hawk didn't know it was in a race. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of gliding, right? So that reminds me of the uh, Michael Phelps versus a shark during Shark Week a couple yeah, years ago. Yeah. And he didn't. It was a simulation of a shark. Right. I want them out there together in an Olympic <laughs> pool swimming. What did you, were you entertained by the Hawk though? Going against RG three. I missed that. Part. Oh, you I missed that part. Yeah, yeah, it's. It's not worth watching. He won easily, and then he made it all about him and said that Nick Sirianni thinks he can still play, and he, he's, like, asking coaches to give him a call for a playoff run. He's so desperate to be on the field when he's making millions off the field. It doesn't make much sense. Uh, but joining us right now to go around local sports in Richmond, Virginia, on the Hadeen Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline from CBS 6, it's Lane Casadante. What's going on, Lane? Hey, Adam. Good afternoon, everybody. How, what's the uh, biggest sports story in your world today? Oh, man. Uh, probably just getting ready for uh, two ranked state teams playing again tonight. Uh, Virginia's got a big one at Memphis. Um, and uh, JMU, still undefeated, still ranked, still under the radar. Uh, they've got a 1-10, in 10, I think, Coppin State team up in Harrisonburg tonight. But um, they continue to be one of the most surprising stories that entire program uh of the year just how good jmu has been across the board yeah no it, it is special man i mean started with the football season basketball team it's like that kind of excitement uh electrified them to play even better and they've been undefeated this season i think they're going to win easily tonight you mentioned uva this is a very tough task for them against Memphis. Um, they're coming off of a terrible performance against Northeastern, but as we were talking about earlier with Jim Hobgood from Who's Talking, at least you got the win there. So then when you watch the film and you see how bad you played, you know, hey, at least we came out on top. But they're going to have to play much better tonight. Well, hopefully you would like to hope that they get the message without the loss. Um, and that depend- that goes from team to team and from player to player. Um, Tony Bennett's teams, I mean, they always kind of struggle offensively because uh, I'm just not convinced he puts that much thought or effort into that part of his team. He's so focused on, you know, a very, very good defense that they have had since his arrival in Charlottesville. Um, But UVA, I, I just always feel like UVA is going to, you know, three or four games when they really need it throughout the year, they're going to have to score 80 points and they just can't do it. Speaking of college basketball, VCU got Joe Bamisil back, and uh, from everything I've seen, he's going to be available for the rest of the season. And, man, was that some energy and spark that they needed off the bench. I mean, Toby Lawall and Jason Nelson and Fats Billups have been great off the bench, but they just do not have the style of offense that Joe has where he can create his own shot, he can get his teammates involved, he can hit the open shot, and, and it was just so fantastic to see him play and made a big difference against Temple. Well, and it's like adding another senior as well because that's right. what he is. It's not like you know a freshman walking in that scored a lot of points in high school, which he did, by the way. Um, but Joe is just – and Coach uh, mentioned this to us last week. He's just a veteran. Um, you know, he has played in three different, well, excuse me, two, two other conferences. He, you know, he was with the A-10 uh, originally with uh, George Washington, but he's played in the ACC. He has played in the Big 12. Um, so he knows, he's seen a lot of different teams, and he's seen them all at the highest level. Um, and I think what it does for the team more than anything is just provide some depth. Um, it's not as if, you know, Joe's going to come in, score 25 a night, and be the end-all answer 
to all of their offensive issues. It's not quite like that. It just gives uh, Coach Odom another option, another good option, uh, and now he's got to figure out how uh, Joe will work into every scenario that they have moving forward. And he's going to have to do the same thing with Sean Bairstow when he comes back, uh, which might be Friday night. It's just going to depend on how Sean responds during practice this week. Um, but it's going to be a work in progress. And I, I asked uh, Coach Odom that earlier this morning. It's, you know, every season, every team is a work in progress, and every game is a work in progress. But now – that you have Joe Bamasil and you're going to have him for the rest of the year and you don't have to worry about it. And uh, Sean Bershow is close to being back. This team is getting closer to what he kind of envisioned when he put the roster together yeah. back before the season. But, you know, at the same time, you can't just drop somebody in, expect them to give you 25 minutes and 20 points a night. Um, it's, it's going to be, it's going to take a few games, it's going to take some time. Um, but thankfully they got them in before the conference schedule started because that's going to be the really important part of this season. Yeah, Lane, we're on the exact same page. It feels like this is the vision that Coach Odom had in the offseason, and he just has not had the full complement of roster and pieces that he had envisioned in his mind in the offseason. It's Lane Casadante with us here on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline. Follow him on social media at Lane CTV Sports, longtime sports director here locally at WTVR. And Lane, I love when I go out and about and I meet people, listeners, and they give me feedback on the show. And one thing that I got recently was, People in Richmond want us to talk more Capitals. So how much have you been paying attention to the Caps this season? We cover Alex Ovechkin scoring goals every day on the sports app. It hasn't happened in almost three weeks now. Yeah, uh, to be honest, I have not followed. The, uh, every time I do follow the Capitals and I notice what they're doing, they, they're losing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know that this isn't, this isn't quite the season that their fans have uh, come to expect the last couple of years. Um, and uh, I know a lot of people are, are watching to see what Ovechkin might do. Well, I mean, you know, the Capitals are above 500 as I look at the standings, but they are a ways down in the Metropolitan. Uh, what do they call the, those? Yeah. Metropolitan band. Boy, I cannot get used to those names. I know it's been 10, 12 years now, <laughs> but it's the old – Norris and Adams division, and I, I just can't get I can't get over these new names. Um, and I know they're not new, so that just tells you how old school my brain thinks. Well, um, I feel you. I can't get over the nick- the name Commander still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I I still say Commanders, and people are like who? Um, and I know that uh, a lot of people are going to be watching to see you know how much Ovechkin gets when he gets close. He still needs, I think, about another. What's the what's he on pace? He needs maybe another season and a half at his best pace to to catch Gretzky, or am I? Yeah, off no, no. He needs sixty seven goals to catch Gretzky, and he was at like a forty to forty five goal a year pace, but now he's projected under twenty for the season because uh, he struggled recently. Yeah, and I mean, I I know this is this is going to be very unpopular with a lot of your Capitals fans that listen, but. He can, even if he gets the record, I still don't think he's half the player Gretzky was. And I know that that's, you know, I'm going back to when I watched Gretzky in his prime, and he just did everything. And Ovechkin is a great scorer, um, and he's a great player, and he'll go in the Hall of Fame one day. But 
just because he gets – I feel the same way about LeBron James. LeBron James has the NBA all-time scoring record. I'm still not convinced he's a better player than Magic or Michael were. Yeah. No, you're so right. And I would even argue – and look, I'm a big Ovi fan, love the Caps – that Sidney Crosby has been better during his time than Alex Ovechkin, you know? Yeah, and it's just, it, it's about, you know, the offense is set up so that Ovechkin can score. Yeah. And that's fine if that's, you know, if that's the way you want your offense to go through him that way, that's fine. But to your point, guys like Crosby and even um, uh, Mario Lemieux and, um, uh, and, and Gretzky, obviously, those were guys that could create offense on their own, got their teammates involved. I mean, I don't think Ovechkin has a third of the assists that Kresge had. Right. Um, and that was just, I mean, we were so blessed to be able to watch him in his prime when he was playing, and you never realized it at the time. Um, we might have realized it with Jordan, but we just expected it from Jordan every single night. You expected it from Gretzky every single night, and only afterwards do you realize that's not normal, and you're not going to see it all the time. You might see it once in your life. Absolutely. Lane Casadante with us here on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline. Stubb, go ahead and lock Lane in for a second here. I want to go to uh, line two. Spider John in Richmond. You're on the fan. What's up, John? How you doing there, buddy? Good, man. What do you want to call in about today? Well, I'm here with Charlie Britt and Jennifer Britt. We are watching Hampton Sydney. They were down by eight midway through the first uh, half and went on a 12-3 run, and they're up by three at the half. Oh, man. Sorry, are they Johnny. playing number one in the country right now? Yes, they are. Oh, that's awesome. I know. That's well, awesome, I know. man. Yeah, that's, isn't that amazing? Yeah. So what's the score right now? Uh, the score is uh, 33-30 at the half. Oh, man. I love that, man. I appreciate you chiming in. Uh, I love been following Hampton Sydney this season. Did you hear my interview with Coach Mooney earlier today, Spider John? Yeah, yeah, that's great. Thank you for having him on. Absolutely. Hey, by the way, did you see that uh, article in the paper showing – Gilly Gilliard and uh, talking about he and Vince playing together on the uh, uh, Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I even asked uh, Coach Mooney about that. They had a, a highlight the other day, Gilliard to Vince Williams. It's so cool to see a, a couple guys that played here in Richmond uh, having success in the NBA. Thanks for chiming in, man. We got to run. We're up against All the right, break. Sorry, see you, buddy. Yep. Lane, thanks so much for chiming in. Always love to have you on the show. Follow Lane on social media. At Lane CTV Sports, I'm Adam Epstein at AWOD Radio. Don't go anywhere. It's Grant and Danny coming up next.